Hey, welcome back to another episode of Living the Sweet Life. I'm your host, TJ Sweet, and on this podcast, I will share ideas about how to look at the world through a grateful lens, reshape your mindset, and live with intention. This week, I want to talk about the secrets to setting meaningful goals and sticking to the habits that lead to you actually accomplishing those goals. Now, this is a transformative journey that we will, I'll talk about the power of clarity and commitment and perseverance and really having the things that you want, your goals and your dreams, turning them into a reality. And it's a matter of first starting with a belief, right? We have to create this uh, energy within us and, and setting a goal is the first step. Because obviously we rarely will accomplish a goal, well actually never accomplish a goal that we never set in the first place. So setting a goal is that first step towards creating that life you desire and you know, envisioning that future that you want to manifest. So what does success look like to you? What does happiness look like to you? What does fulfillment, um, certainty, whatever the thing is, right? So you have to define that for yourself. And then what steps can you take to get there? And, you know, it's very, very important to set a very clear and specific and achievable goal, right? And you set the stage for kind of your own success there with that. But I will say setting a goal that makes you nervous and scares you a little bit, that's the sweet spot. Setting a goal that you know you can achieve, that um, you maybe have just been putting off, is fantastic. It's a great place to start. But my encouragement to you is to push, push yourself. Set that goal that you've always maybe wanted, but maybe haven't wanted to say it out loud. And share that with other people. And we'll talk a lot more about kind of my experience with some of this, but also um, one of the things that I love to do with people is to sit down with them and talk about goals they have and break it down to a daily habit, even something that could be done hourly uh, because we're all capable of so much. And think about where you are now and you all had goals to be where you are and maybe you still have goals to go where you want to be or have that life you want or be in that relationship that you want or whatever it may be. But my question here for you first, after you set that goal and after you create that vision and um, after you kind of start to think about what steps it's going to take. So this is one of the things that, uh, you know, I find that most people don't do. But when it comes to reality, thinking about who benefits from you accomplishing your goal, we're going to align your goals with purpose and in thinking about how will you feel when you accomplish that goal, and I want you to become crystal clear with a vision, envisioning yourself, and we'll talk a little bit more about that, but envisioning yourself as the person who's just accomplished the goal or have um, you know, that relationship that you want or the job that you want or maybe a fitness goal. Maybe it's the you step on the scale and you see that weight or you put on a certain outfit and it fits you a certain way. Like, I want you to be compelled by this vision. And, you know, obviously having a goal is the first place to start. But right after you have that energy of setting the goal and starting to believe that it's possible for you, one of the secrets to accomplishing your goals that everybody knows about 
but we sometimes forget is developing those effective habits. Habits that serve as the building blocks of our progress. It's not the shortcut, it's the building blocks. So allowing you to make consistent strides towards your desired outcome. Consistent strides are the habits. We're not looking for a habit that's a shortcut. Because if you think about, if you end up making all the shortcuts, you just end up going in a circle. So I want you to envision this square, right? So if you think about the path that you want to go on is you sometimes need to turn 90 degrees. So think about going on a line, turn 90 degrees to go in a new direction. But if you keep cutting corners, you just end up going in a circle. Now I get that the square, you'll end up at the same spot too, but you kind of get the visual. So start by identifying those habits that align with your goal and commit to incorporating them into your daily routine. I see so many people that set a goal and set a habit and then they don't have anything else around them to support that. And they may be able to do that habit or that uh, work on that goal while the effort's high and energy and things are great and things are easy. But it's important to com combine your habits with purpose and align your environment and align your habits to your standards and your identity. And, you know, if you think about, so for example, this is a relatable one for almost everybody probably, but thinking about a fitness goal and it should be out of motivation, not because of regret. It should be out of a something you want, like a certain uh, weight that you want to have or a certain outfit you want to wear, whatever it is, how you want to feel, how you want to look, whatever the thing is. It's not about so that you become accepted by other people. It's because of how you feel and your health, your overall health of taking care of yourself. And so thinking about fitness goals as a something that you do because you love yourself and you love the people around you and you want to be at your best for them. Wouldn't that feel different than thinking I should be losing 20 pounds or I should lose 20 or 15 pounds, whatever the thing may be. So think about how you can rephrase your same goals to be motivating instead of shame and regret and you know, because you made bad choices, now you have to set a new goal. Like we have to get out of that loop, right? That's a cycle. We've all done that a bunch of different times. But purpose-infused habits lead to sustained success. So purpose-infused in the sense of what is the habit I'm doing, why does it matter, and how is it leading me to where I want to go? But purpose can be also aligned with how does that habit make you better for the people that you're the most grateful for. And this is something that I focus on a lot because I think about the if I have uh, a goal and I create habits and it goes against um, being who I want to be for the people I'm the most grateful for, then it's not in alignment with me and I know I won't sustain it even though I you know, probably can't accomplish it. If it jeopardizes something about um, who I am or who I want to be spending my time with or the people I'm the most grateful for, if they don't benefit from this, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do it. I've had to learn that lesson, right? There's a lot of things over my life where I created habits and did all these things, but it was a tunnel vision and I lost sense of, of who was being impacted by some of my habits and goals and decisions I was making. And, uh, luckily I learned that yet. Yeah, I learned that lesson pretty young to where, uh, always asking the question of whatever goal and whatever habit, how does it align with the people that I love the most and the people I'm the most grateful for? because they're the most important thing. And as long as they benefit from me doing whatever it is, I'm gonna push and I'm gonna do it. And there's no ifs, ands, buts about it as far as uh, you know, not wishing that I would have thought about that whenever I was setting the goal. 
So like I've already talked about, um, I've talked about purpose. I've talked about who benefits from you accomplishing your goal. I've talked about how the people in your life um, should be in alignment, right? As far as being able to benefit from you developing new habits. So one of the most powerful techniques to ensure habit adherence is to create a supportive environment. And I tell you what, if you've listened to any of these podcasts, you've heard me say this a thousand times, creating a, the, the environment around us matters so much uh, that we want, creating an environment that we want to, um, that we feel great in and that we want to be around. And so surrounding yourself with positive influences and removing the distractions or spending time with people who don't support you and don't encourage you, but also it's designing your physical space to facilitate right? Your desired habits. So if you have a goal of drinking so much water per day, how about you have a water bottle that helps you drink? You have to say you'd have to drink three of those, right? I know that sounds like such a simple thing, but think about think something in your life that you want to do that you want to accomplish. It's a matter of like, how do I set up myself uh, to be the most successful without having to rely on my willpower? Because willpower is tough. It can be super powerful. But it can also be tough. And that's where we start to think about um, sacrifices and wishing that we could do something else, but we can't. And, you know, I had a conversation uh, where my one of my closest people uh, in my life, uh, we were talking the other day just about, um, you know, when it comes to fitness goals. And I'll talk a little bit more about this here um, in the next uh, little topic. But really, it's about how do you set yourself up to where you are ready to make good choices, even when you're posed, even when you're uh, presented with options that uh, maybe you used to not think about, but now you have a new goal. And and so whenever you walk into those environments, our identity is going to show up as well as far as, well, you know what, I could probably eat that, I could probably drink that, whatever the thing may be, it'll be fine, I'll work it off, right? We just go in this loop all the time. But that slowly but surely starts to chip away at our confidence that we can make new decisions and that we can um, create a new life for ourselves. And so by creating this environment that nurtures your goals and, and sets yourself up for success, it's it's something to where, again, tying in that vision. So having a goal board to create that vision, whether it's words, whether it's pictures, whether it's thoughts or feelings or emotions or a place you want to go, whatever the thing is, um, you know, it's about creating that vision. And it's also important to think about who's going to be with you whenever you accomplish your goal, because nobody wants to be at the top of a mountain and turn around and look around and be by themselves. Again, I made that lesson. Uh, I learned that lesson early in my life uh, to where, you know, I, um, you know, just did what I did and I didn't necessarily think about, like I alluded to earlier, I didn't think about my habits and how some of them isolated me and all these different things. But I realize now that the people I want to be there with, I want to be with them the whole time, not just at the top. Because they want to be with us and they deserve the best of us while we climb that mountain or try to set new goals or develop that habit. And, you know, it's important to share your goals with someone that always has your back and loves you and supports you and is grateful for you. That same person will probably challenge you and support you in more ways than you think. So what may come across as judgment from others when you have somebody in your life, um, and again, I'm grateful that I have um, 
someone in my life that is all of these things, right? And it's a matter of challenging you and supporting you and holding you accountable. And, you know, it's important to tell the people around you how they can best support you. And asking for help doesn't mean that you're weak. It actually shows that you value them being around you and how they could best support you in that. And, um, you know, I get to have, you know, multiple conversations with the people that inspire me to, to be my best. And, and not because I have to for approval, but because they know what, um, what is best for me and they know that I want to be at my best. And so it's like this perfect harmony of challenging me and creating me and holding me accountable while also um, loving me even if I didn't do it, right? And uh, it's this like nurturing safe space that's just incredible. And you know, those kind of people in your life, they, they, they make you want to be better in every way. And again, uh, you know, the, the love that we'll feel by being challenged and get, you know, uh, getting some grace from these people but also we're helping them, uh, also the, the people that help us remind ourselves of what we're capable of. And, you know, there's so much that other people can do for us. And they are incredibly special people and cherish every moment with them and appreciate them and never think that you could say thank you or I appreciate you enough to them because uh, they are the, some of the most important people that we are going to love the idea of celebrating with whenever we accomplish that goal or live that life or whatever the thing may be that you're working towards. But I will tell you, they can't do it for you, right? Oftentimes we think other people's inspiration and motivation in us. We sometimes have this guilt because we think they believe in your, they believe in us more than we believe in ourselves. And so cultivating self discipline is essential to stick into your habits and you know motivation's going to come and go it's going to waver potentially but our discipline is going to keep us on track and you know it's it's important to embrace that mindset of delayed gratification and recognize that small consistent efforts compound over time bringing you closer to the life that you want to be living and so whether it's eating one meal excuse me eating one healthy meal reading one book, listening to one podcast, or practicing gratitude for one day, likely won't change your life. But when you do them on a consistent basis, each one of them will be the reason why your life is transformed. And so we often have this sense of I'm going to eat one healthy meal, and then hopefully the scale looks better, or I feel better or something, right? Um, I know that sounds silly, but it's just that energy we get when we eat the salad instead of the pizza or when we make a healthier choice when it comes to food, when we make a healthier choice, we feel better about ourselves. That that feeling that you get is a dopamine and oxytocin uh, response in our bodies because it's affirming this new identity. It's going back to that energy that we get when we set a goal. And so you know, it's really just a matter of understanding that discipline is rooted and focusing more on what you want the most instead of what you want right now. In those decisions, in those moments when you get to decide what you want the most versus what you want right now, that's where discipline and habits get aligned perfectly. And discipline cultivates confidence. And confidence leads to an identity that inspires you to be at your best. So this idea that we have the ability and the power to make new choices is discipline, 
right? And it's a matter of even when it's not easy, even when you're presented with distractions, that's when discipline shows up. And so we don't necessarily want it always to be easy because once we have come across a challenge or we come across a distraction or maybe an opportunity to deviate from the goal that we have, once we recognize that we're going to, that that's like a trigger. It's like a light bulb goes off in our brain. Like, wait, this is an opportunity for me to be disciplined because you get to, not because you have to. And again, this is one of the conversations I was alluding to earlier is, um, you know, how do you align yourself with habits and goals and disciplines that make you feel more like you, right? And it's super, super critical to hold yourself accountable for your own actions. And, uh, you know, one of the most important things that I've ever been able to have in my life are accountability partners or finding that person that you, um, you know, you know, you can go to and say, man, I'm struggling on this, like, talk me through this and remind me, you know, as far as why it matters and like all of that, but creating that supportive environment and, you know, uh, tracking your progress through journaling or find some sort of app or take notes or do something. But um, accountability fuels motivation, right? Remember we talked about motivation comes and goes. And so that when you have all the motivation in the world, it all feels easy. But accountability will keep you focused on your goals, even during the challenging times. And, you know, there's a, a, a really great quote uh, that I've shared with, you know, the, 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 you know, the people that I'm the most grateful for. And, you know, really the, the quote is uh, from Jim Rohn. I'm not sure really where it came from, but um, I just heard him say it last. But he talks about instead of uh, us taking care of ourselves for others, for, for um because we we need to or because we should or whatever it is the really the quote kind of uh, is is fueled in taking care of ourselves for someone else instead of it saying you know I'll take care of me and you take care of you right like that's that's a healthy statement but the next level to this statement that really inspires me every day is I will take care of me for the people I'm the most grateful for and I need the people that I'm the most grateful for to take care of themselves for me because they are so important in my life. So thinking about that, right? So like I'll take care of me for you if you'll take care of you for me. Once we know that us taking care of ourselves matters to the people that we love the most or whether it's sticking to a habit, setting a goal, whatever the thing is, just Feel that power and find somebody that is invested in you and your goals and your dreams. And we, you know, when we come across somebody that wants to cheer you on and celebrate you and is happy when you succeed, keep those people close to you. Cherish those people because that is so special, especially these days when competition, when I've come across so many people that, um, you know, when somebody else succeeds, they get threatened or they start to, you know, judge that other person. But honestly, for me, when I see other people succeed and the people that I'm the most grateful for, when I when I see them succeed, I love it. It brings me so much joy because I know how much it means to them. I know how hard they worked and I know that their joy and their happiness is is everything. And so I want to see them celebrate all of those wins. There's no win too small. And so the next point I really want to make is celebrate the small wins. And I don't even like calling them small. 
Just celebrate the wins along the way. Nothing's too small. Acknowledge your progress, no matter how small, and give yourself credit for the effort that you put in. Because when you give yourself credit for the effort, that's what you focus on, not on what the win is. Again, give yourself the credit for the effort that you put in, building confidence, not so much the size of the win. And celebrating milestones or goals or accomplishments really reinforces a positive behavior and inspires continued commitment to your goals. And confidence grows and our identity shifts when we have those small wins. And then my suggestion to you is just focus on stacking small wins. Whether it's a choice you make in the morning and then you make another one throughout the day, or maybe it's, you know, like I said, if it's drinking water, every time you accomplish drinking one of your water bottles and you have the goal to drink three of them, or maybe you read a book and you read it for 10 minutes, it's 10 minutes, but it's you realigning with your goals. It doesn't matter how small you may feel because again, we can get 1% better every day, right? And there's this Atomic Habits. It's a great book about, you know, stacking habits, right? Stacking small wins. And so, but our identity is reinforced by our thoughts and actions. And, and you know, it's important to think about when we start to recognize that we're making progress. That's what this small, the small wins that we're talking about here. That's what this is all about. It's about recognizing the progress you're making and that you're in a new place and you're going somewhere new. So my question is, who do you want to be? Who do you want to become to be that person? So oftentimes when something new comes into our life, we have to leave something old behind. It's hard to have the new and have the old. Now, I get it. There's a million different ways we could talk about how there's both can can exist. But I just want you to understand that sometimes the new and the old are our thoughts. Or maybe the new and the old is what we feel like we deserve. You have to understand that we can't have both thoughts at the same time. And it's kind of like a tug of war, right? And so um, thinking about who do you need to become to be that person, to make that choice, to commit to that habit. But I will tell you, to give you just a breath of hope and energy and, and just belief in yourself, my guess is when you start making these progress and you start making better choices and you start living the life that you want to be living with, who you want to be living it with, you will start to find that you've already been that person. You just had to get a couple things out of the way. And sometimes those things are self-limiting beliefs or maybe it's what we feel like we're capable of or what we deserve. But once you start to move some of those things out of the way, you turn around and look because you'll recognize you're still the same person. You just started thinking differently. So this whole idea of, of self-reflection, right? So focusing on the power of self-reflection. So access your progress, adjust your strategies if you need to, and learn from the setbacks. And so plan, right? It's a matter of, you know, thinking about um, your week ahead. Are there certain days or certain moments to where you know you want to enjoy something with the people around you and it may go against maybe a goal or a habit that you have, but plan for that, right? Make extra good choices for the rest of the week or, um, you know, it's just a matter of, you know, being uh, in the moment, but also looking ahead so that you're not constantly having to rely on sacrificing or, or making the best choices of all the bad choices or whatever it may be. But the self-reflection that we get, uh, the power of that self-reflection deepens our understanding of ourselves and our journey. And it helps us course correct 
and stay on the path that we want to be on. So remember, it's important that setbacks and obstacles, we have to embrace that they're part of the journey. And the one thing that I do when I get to work with people is I don't talk to them just about goals and just about habits. I talk to them about let's prepare for when those things that get in the way when they show up. Because if we have a plan, we don't get threatened by them. We don't get nervous about it. So embrace those as opportunities for growth and learning. And and when we uh, don't stick to a habit or stick to a goal or maybe we fall back into our self-limiting beliefs, just embrace it. Just recognize that the reason why it feels different is because you're making progress and you're recognizing that you're falling, that you're thinking these older thoughts or maybe the, the challenge that you're going through. Uh, it just requires more resilience and more determination because that's when the confidence really starts to build. So when, when it, the energy of setting a goal or a habit of living the life you want starts to dissipate, that's typically when a, a challenge may pop up. But knowing that setbacks are not failures but actually stepping stones towards your ultimate goal. And so I want you to really kind of think about these challenging moments and this adversity and these self-limiting beliefs are actually the thing we need to use to go where we're going so that we can leave behind where we've been. And, you know, just as I wrap up this episode, it's a little bit longer than normal. I'm just so passionate about this topic and it's something I've come across in my life and, you know, uh, this is, is something I'm working on every day as well. And it's, you know, it's just taking a moment to reflect on a goal you may have, whether it's short term or long term, and just find clarity in why. Why is that on your heart? Why is it in your mind? And let that clarity kind of guide your actions and commitment towards fueling your progress and perseverance to be that guiding force for you. And, you know, with the power of effective habits and unwavering discipline and dedication, you have the ability to accomplish even the most audacious goals. And the one last thought that I'll share with you before I kind of completely wrap up is when it comes to these things, it's about consistency, not just intensity. I had a great trainer in my life that taught me that. It's about finding joy in sustaining a goal instead of just the the joy that we get from being in a place we don't want to be to getting to where we want to be and then um, not having not being ready for that right not being ready to be on the other side of where we want to be so as you kind of work through your goals and your habits and disciplines and support system and all that be thinking about how are you going to sustain something that means so much to you to make these life choices how are you going to sustain that whenever you're uh, on uh, closer to that or on the other side of it or actually accomplishing that um, that life. So I, you know, I hope this podcast, this episode resonated with you. Um, obviously, I'm sure you can apply this in every area of your life. And if you want more uh, help on how to set some goals and align your identity and your habits and purpose with all these different things, please reach out to me. I would love to talk to, with you more about that. And uh, first of all, it starts with believing in yourself because that's when we start setting goals is when we believe in what we're capable of, even if we haven't done it yet, right? Finishes some of these sentences with yet and uh, the optimism and motivation that you'll have will be uh, just what you need to kind of set that new goal. So uh, again, I appreciate your support uh, and Please subscribe to this podcast if you want to kind of get the notifications and uh, the episodes come out every week. And I appreciate all the support and all the listeners and for the people in my life that um, make me want to be better and make me want to be at my best. I appreciate you in a new way every day.
So thank you. And if you want to learn more about what I do, my website is tjsweet.net. And you can find me on all social medias. Uh, and I have a coaching program and a, and a couple of uh, books out that I've been able to work on with people that I'm the most grateful for. And, uh, you know, it's just this purpose um, that I have in my life to uh, really be present and appreciate the people that I have now. And um, I hope this episode really resonates with the people that have some goals or want to that feel that tension to try to do something new with their life or maybe they have something about their life that they wish were different and now they're finding this motivation to make that change. So like I say with every episode, I'll just wrap it up with reminding you that you always have the power and the choice to reshape your mindset, live with intention, and look at the world through a grateful lens. Until the next episode, never stop.